0: You're listening to Pole Parlor, a fun, inspiring podcast for all those bewitched by pole dance. Each week, your Madam Crimson Minx has candid conversation with unique, engaging individuals from within and around the pole dance community. Pole Parlor is passionate about preaching creativity, soulful sensuality, and empowerment through pole dance. You know how we do. Welcome everyone to Pole Parlor. This is episode 18, Nikki St. John. I'm your host, Crimson Minx. On this episode, we have Nikki St. John. Nikki is the creator of the popular online communities Pole Dance Nation and Aerial Nation, which she originally created to promote her Pole Dancer book series. On this episode, we talk about how she has parlayed her love of pole dance into creating other opportunities for herself, specifically with acting and performing, how she is expanding into creating custom video content, and how she unintentionally created a platform that has enabled hundreds of thousands of pollers and non-pollers from around the world to connect and promote poll as a legitimate, inclusive form of dance. And as always, head on over to the blog at pollparlor.com to check out Nikki's post-podcast interview where she shares her favorite photos, music, video, and more. And while you're on the website, check out the shop page where you can get your hands on some fun, good-looking pole merch, such as the Whiskey Pole Rock and Roll Muscle Tee or the new Holographic Foil Pole Love Tank. And now, here's Nikki. Welcome Nikki St. John to the Pole Parlor podcast. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, so happy to have you here. Um, So let's jump on in. For how long have you been pole dancing and how did you first discover pole?
1: well i first started pole dancing in a club um i was working in a men's club and um it was just one of those things a fixture that was like always there and you know as me being always trying to like be a gymnast or just do something athletic i just wanted to climb on it and (laughs) flip on it but at the time it wasn't really like something that a lot of people did like most people didn't really even touch the pole um so you know, I've had a few basic tricks in my repertoire that I pretty much stuck with. And it wasn't until I moved to Atlanta that I really was like, I want to take some pole dancing classes. And, you know, Atlanta, the whole strip club scene is so big. It's just (sighs) like, it just, it just kind of makes sense to just go and take a pole dancing class and just kind of explore it and see what it's about. And I went to a vertical Joe's to my very first pole instructor. And, you know, I just had such a great time there. And, uh, Bonding with a lot of the women there, I've never really had a lot of female friends. Like I can only deal with a certain (laughs) amount of women now. But I mean, I thought that was just so great that like everybody was just getting along and you know supportive of each other. And um, after that, like I, I pretty much stayed taking pole dance classes for maybe like three or four years straight until I started Pole Dance Nation, and that was when I kind of like you know stopped taking classes as much. So. That's one of the things I'm going to be getting back into uh, is going to class regularly.
0: <laughs> I understand um, completely. So you were dancing in clubs. Like, what year was this about?
1: Oh, see, that would reveal my age, and we can't
0: do that. Uh, well, we don't know how <laughs> old you are, so we don't. We were not able to do the match. Can we say? You know, <laughs> can we say that this was um, maybe like? Well, when did you move to Atlanta? When did you start taking pole classes? Let's say well, that.
1: I'd say that I took pole classes for a good, like, three or four years. Oh, okay. so- Solidly. Uh, uh, like, a good block of time of three or four years. Before that, I didn't take any pole classes at all. Uh. And then after moving to L.A., I, you know, I've been here for two years. So I've okay. kind of, like, jumped in and out of pole classes. Okay. But I haven't been consistent. So it's been about, like, four years. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you kind of jumped in um, after, yeah. like, it's, you know, pole's still new. But I always try to get an idea when people start it, like, when did you first like discover there were studios where you could actually take pole? So that's why I always ask for the years, but um, we won't reveal your age at all, but we'll assume. Sometime over like five years ago, you started like dancing in clubs and then you moved to Atlanta where I love, I follow so many pole dancers from Atlanta. They're so good. I'm so jealous that you got to go and like take classes (laughs) there and dance there.
1: Yeah, that was the first time that I really realized that there were places that I could go to actually learn how to do it. You know, I never, it just like never really crossed my mind that, oh, I can go to a pole studio until someone was like, yeah, try, uh, you know, Vertical Joes in Atlanta. I was like, what?
0: They have pole studios for this? Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, and they're known for their twerking and you are known for your twerking. So that was a good match for you <laughs> as well.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. The the whole experience was just really fun. And actually, Joe just came out here and we um, shot something for a web series that I'm doing, which is based around twerking. So, as being her, her being my first pole teacher, I had to have her, you know, do a cameo. Um, One thing that I've always been, well, I'm not gonna say always, but since I pretty much started dancing, the first thing that you have to learn how to do as a dancer in like an urban club is learn how to twerk. So, that was one of the very, very first things I learned, even before like touching the pole. So, I've been twerking. For a while, so it was that that's something that' it's always fun. and whenever I get on the pole it's just like I can't just touch the pole and do pole tricks like I have to add a little booty action in there because to me its just I don't know, it's just fun. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, and it looks good. I love watching it. I love trying to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm nowhere close to as good as you, you or Joe, but <laughs> one can dream. <laughs> hey, take our classes.
1: I know Joe can get you right, and I can do it too.
0: <laughs> oh yes, and I've seen YouTube videos online too. Like you did this video. I'm gonna encourage people to search it, where you did this video and teaching like old ladies how to twerk. It was so hysterical. <laughs>
1: That was fun. That was a good time. It was shot out here in L.A. uh, for Russell Simmons' All Dev Digital uh, YouTube channel. So that was pretty cool. And it was just like, the the, the ladies were all actors. But it was just so fun to have them come in and just really be open to the idea of twerking Uh and willing to participate. And they did a pretty good job. Yeah. Especially for me just to show them, like, right there on the spot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and they were wearing, like... Old lady pants and like it was just so freaking cute, guys. I'm gonna actually put that video in the show notes so um (laughs) everyone can check it out because it's really it's really cool. (laughs) (laughs) And so you're uh well known most in the pole community for having started pole dance nation and aerial nation. Yes. (laughs) So let's talk about that. What when did you start that? What inspired you to start that? Well, um, I've always been an actress. Um, I have
1: a BFA in theater uh, from Howard University. I've always wanted to act, and uh, writing has been something that I've always done as well. And um, I was going on a, a lot of auditions, but I wasn't really booking a lot of projects. So I figured, you know, why don't I create something for myself? Um, I went to a poll competition. I signed up to be in a poll competition. I don't know why I did that. After only maybe like, Three or four months of taking pole classes. I don't know <laughs> what made me think that I was ready because I so sure wasn't. Into it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, I backstage, it was just so much drama going on. I was like, this would be the perfect idea for something to write about. So, you know, I just started writing the story, um, and I called it Pole Dancer. And it took place in a pole studio. And it's like a group of women who all have to kind of come together for this big pole competition at the end of the year. But there's so much like fighting and drama and love triangles going on because, you know, it's it's acting. So you have to throw in, yeah. you know, a little bit of drama. <laughs> so um, and I was like, well, OK, if I'm going to write something, how am I going to promote it? So, a friend suggested, like, I do something on Instagram, and, like, I was brand new to Instagram. Like, I had just really? got an Instagram account, and I was just, like, really trying to figure it out. But I'm, like, I'm relentless when I want something. So, I, like, lock on, you know, like an animal. And I'm, like, I'm going to go hardcore until I until I get what I want. So, I just, um, I started passing out flyers, and, you know, I didn't really get at the time that, you know, online promotion was really just about being online, but, um, you know, I just I just kept trying different things until it worked. And then I was surprised that it grew into something that I didn't even really expect it to go into. You know, I just really wanted to promote my book. And then, you know, I found all these awesome poll videos. So I started sharing them and then, you know, trying out the moves when I was in the pole studio. And um it just kind of grew from there into something completely unexpected. Like I never thought that so many people from all around the world were in the poll, or that they would be following me, not for necessarily for my book, but for like the videos that I was posting and finding. And I just thought was amazing. And, you know, they wanted to share them too. And I didn't realize at the time that there wasn't really an outlet for pole dancers to promote. So like, I think, when the first time someone was like, oh my gosh, thanks for featuring me. I didn't even know what a feature was. I'm like, what do you mean I featured you? Like, what does that mean? So like, I, I had to kind of like figure it out and it was like, oh, okay. So if I just tell people to hashtag pole dance nation, they're going to tag me and then I'll put the pictures up. And you know, it just kind of, it kind of went from there. Very unexpected.
0: Yeah. Cause you're like, I mean, I'm sure there's other, there are, I'm not even questioning it there are definitely other sites like yours but some of the other more popular ones are through an affiliation of some sort so um, whether it be like a clothing brand or you know a media site or something so you are kind of like this independent way for people who maybe aren't a brand ambassador to tag you and then to get their videos seen by a lot of people which is really cool
1: I won't say that I'm the first, though. There's a lot of people that were out there doing it before I came along. Yeah. Um. And I just kind of looked on their pages, and I was just like, well, you know, what? What? how am I going to promote this? Because at, at the time, it wasn't about me necessarily promoting pole dance for pole dancers. It was more so about me promoting a book to yeah. everybody. So I think because I've used, like, some strategies that may be different because my intention was different, that mm-hmm. it just kind of developed a, oh, a different audience. That was not only including the pole community, but people outside the pole community as well that may not be pole dancers, but they're really like amazed by these tricks, just like anybody would be. But yeah, there's a lot of, I I don't want to say I'm the first. (laughs) There's definitely a lot of people that were, you know, out there and promoting and doing, really promoting for the pole community before I even came along.
0: Yes, that's 100% -hmm. true. But I would definitely say you are one of the largest now. Yeah,
1: I think um, I have one of the most frequently used hashtags. Um, yeah, and I think that we have a lot of followers, and you know we're still growing. I'm so excited about the new things that are coming out, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, because first I want to uh, just make sure we talk about the book enough. So, yes. um, so you told us what it was about, and is it a series now? Did it start with one? Did it grow? Well, initially when I
1: planned it out, it was to be a book series. Okay. Um, yeah, it was. A, it's a series. Um, I haven't finished book number two. It's something on my to-do list. I've just got so sidetracked with all the other amazing opportunities that I, I had, but I still need to, you know, continue on with that. But it, it is a series. Um, thanks to everybody on Pole Dance Nation, Ariel Nation. It was a number one bestseller on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So that was really exciting. That happened at the beginning of the year. I am also currently um, talking to a very big movie director about turning it into a TV show, which was my dream. And that's why I moved out to L.A., so, you know, it just helps that, you know, I have the support of the whole community and have, you know, so many, many thousand followers and to have the book be a bestseller. Because, you know, you guys don't understand, but like when you're pitching something to like a TV studio or a movie network, like they look at all of that. So like I, I kind of knew that and that's where I wanted to go with it because it wasn't just when I created the project, it wasn't just about writing a book. It was more so I really wanted to, to do a movie at the time. I didn't really know how to go about doing that or how to go about pitching. So I figured I could start with something. I could start with a book. And then if I could get enough traction from the book, you know, maybe it would get somebody's attention and they would want to help me with, you know, the bigger project, the you know, the bigger picture. And that's kind of where we're at right now. So I'm very excited about that. I know it's going to work out and, you know, we're just going to we're
0: going to speak that one into existence. but yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. That would be so cool. I'm so excited for you and definitely s- sending <laughs> lots of positive vibes. And it's true because, <laughs> you know, for a producer, you bring an audience to it already. You know, that helps already with their promotion or, you know, how can we sell this to an audience? Well, you can say, this is my audience. I have it already. So um, that's, that's a really good strategy.
1: It's also been kind of a, a a sticky issue because, you know, some people don't necessarily recognize pole as a sport or as something outside of a strip club. So that's also kind of been a challenge and that's what I've tried to show people on my, my platforms that it's not just something for the club, it is a sport as well. But at the same time, like I don't want to alienate The the community of pole dancers who do work in clubs because you know my saying is pole is for everybody and I don't care if you are a man or a woman if you dance in a club or you just dance in the studio you know if you just do it for you know yourself or if you are in pole competitions if you're slim if you have a few extra pounds I just feel like you know it's for everybody so I've been trying to be um, representative of the diverse pole community that we have in my book like I have pole dancers that are all shapes and sizes, men and women, you know, because I just I want everybody to feel included.
0: Yeah, and that's and by having it uh, like in a more public form, like a television series, that would do s- so much for our community, for education, or excuse me, educating the general public. Like we had Stephen Ratchless on last week, and he was saying when he was on America's Got Talent. How many people approached him and said afterwards that be, because his you know friends and family had seen his performance on that show, they had a better understanding of Paul and were able to you know see that it was something beyond the ship club. Which we all agree, there's nothing wrong with it being in the ship club, but there's a, a broader identification. Right. Yeah, that's a right. And because um, so for those, I'm sure everyone knows, but your platform is very big on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I don't know if you have any other social media cha- channels because I don't know how to use Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> but well, maybe we, on there, I don't know. But
1: We have a Snapchat. We haven't used it yet, but that is going to change. I do have a YouTube page and YouTube, I used to post yeah. a lot of videos up there, but YouTube is just really doing this crazy thing where it's like, you know, they're blocking everybody or if you have music playing in the background or like taking down your videos and the thing that's really frustrating for me is as a dancer it's like what are we supposed to dance to like obviously you're going to dance to something yeah. when you put together you know a routine and it's like you know we're not trying to steal your music we just want to showcase our talent so it's it's just been kind of um, frustrating with that I had to take the majority of my videos down uh-huh. after I got I got some strikes. but um, I am going to be rebuilding the YouTube channel with all original content Oh. So my first original video goes up in July.
0: Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah, what's cool about your platform, it kind of, um, you really um, take action on what you're speaking about before, about the diversity in the pool community and that you have different themes every week. And so it will be like stripper style, uh, you know, club dancing, but you'll also have like mother-daughter or couples, or kids, or fitness, so you really do not focus on anything, and you, I I can tell that you do try to be inclusive of everyone, you know, medical,
1: everything. Definitely, that's, that was really important to me, because, you know, one of the reasons why I created Pole Dancer, the book, in the first place, is because, you know, I feel like, There's not a lot of roles out there for people who look like me, not just my skin color, but my shape as well. Because, you know, in Hollywood, it's like, if you're thin, it's like you get the girl next door, the hero. And then it's like, you know, if you're curvy, it's like, okay, you can be the stripper or the prostitute or, you know what I'm saying? It's always something negative. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to to make sure that if I have a platform for people to uh, showcase themselves, that I don't want to be narrow-minded and put people in a box.
0: Uh, that's very commendable. <laughs> so is... Is pole your full-time job? Like, you're, this is kind of your your empire that you, you're doing the pole dancer book and the pole dance nation, aerial nation, and, and um, doing acting on the side. Am I covering everything that you do?
1: I wish this could just be my full-time <laughs> job. We're working on it. Okay. But no, um, it's not. I also do uh, social media marketing for different uh, companies. And that was funny how that came about. It actually came about after I started doing Pole Dance Nation because so many people, you know, started approaching me. Well, how did you do this? And how did you get so many followers? So it just turned into something that people actually hired me to do, which is cool because it gives me a steady income uh, while I'm in L.A. And I can pursue, you know, my acting career. But no, it's it's not something that's full time. Um, it, it does take up a, a decent amount of time. It takes up. I'd probably say about as much time as a part-time job, like about maybe 20 hours a week.
0: Wow. And do you have anyone working for you or is it just you?
1: No. Get right now, out
0: of here. right now,
1: everything I do myself, but my friend uh Miles Woods, you may know him on Instagram as Young Phone Master. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, he's going to be helping me um, and we're going to launch everything that he's doing next month. So he'll oh. be announced on my Instagram platform as well. But um, yeah, I just, I just kept telling everybody I need some help. I need some help. And then, you know, people just started coming out of the woodwork. Like, I want to help. And I was like, really? You
0: do? I was (laughs) like, why aren't you getting an intern or something? My goodness. (laughs) Yeah. So starting next month,
1: I'm going to have people helping me. And that's also going to help me create some of the original content that I was talking about. I don't want to say too much about it right now, but I will tell you, one of the things I'm doing is um, FAQs, where I'm going to be answering everybody's questions. Like, I have so many people who send me DMs or who um, write comments underneath the photos and even email messages. I'm just not able to respond to each person individually. So, I came up with the idea of doing like a video FAQ where I could just answer the most frequently asked questions and uh, that way I could just point everybody to the video when they have Uh a question. You know, just because I I don't wanna ignore people but I just don't have the time to like go through every single one and, and answer everybody.
0: Yeah I've talked to we had Sheena from Superfly Honey on a couple of weeks ago, yeah, she said the same thing. She does all of her social media, and she's like, "I feel awful, you know. People try to engage with me, but sometimes I just can't. So, but there's something, you know. Pe- we have to understand that. And now knowing that you don't have any, that you've been doing this solo, wow, that's very impressive.
1: Oh, thank and that, you. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: that's great because um, so young polemaster master, follow him on Instagram. He's, yes, he's and it's. I just keep talking about old podcasts, but um, we, again, last week with Stephen Rechel, talked about the Britney Spears video that's yes. coming up with all the male the pole dancers and Miles was in that too. So if you're not aware of him, um, it sounds like he's got a lot of stuff going on. So another he interesting did. person to watch in the community. He does. I can't wait to see it.
1: Oh, and I don't know how I forgot to mention Jamae Ellis. She oh. is going to be um, helping me with some of the original content we're putting together. Jamee works at the Allure Studio in L.A., and she's an amazing choreographer. So, yeah, just 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 look for some original content. Yeah, that's all That's all I want to say right now. I don't want to okay. say too much. But if you're not following Pole Dance Nation on YouTube, you need to subscribe to the channel because you're going to be really surprised at some of the things that we have coming out.
0: Wow. And I'm sure that you'll be posting it on the Instagram and on the Facebook. Oh, yes, definitely. But you're going to have to go to YouTube to see
1: the full video.
0: That's that's (laughs) that's fair. I'm totally willing to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, wow. And so um, you are you said you're going to start dancing more. That's. That's a goal and I yeah. t- completely understand sometimes when you get really excited about pole dance you start a pole dance off the pole project and then it kind of consumes your life and then you're like ah I just wish I could go to class um but has pole dance nation kind of helped you given you opportunities as a dancer to, to in any way like have you been able oh. to like travel or have you been able to connect with people or studios or anything Um, outside of just your social media in terms of like you personally?
1: Definitely, I will say that. Um, Before I moved here, I met so many amazing people like Nicole DePole, Candace Kane, and you know, I met everybody online. So like, being that I have pole dance station, and then you start talking to people on a daily basis online, even though you've never met, you feel like, you know, you have a relationship with this person. So then when you meet them, it's like, hey, like, you know, (laughs) we're friends, we've already known each other. And um, through uh, Nicole, I had, I got a lot of opportunities to be featured as a pole dancer in music videos, um, which is pretty cool. We did uh, Chris Brown. It was called Bitches and Marijuana. We did that one together. Okay. We're like all over the video doing like double strikes and stuff. And I think I've fun. seen that. I've seen that.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. I did uh, um, another one with Nicole. Um, it was called Drinks on Us with Ray Swimert, uh Future, Michael Made It. Miley Cyrus had a surprise cameo appearance. That was funny. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was just, it, you know what? I can't even talk about it because it had a signed disclosure forms. But I will just say a lot of the things that go on, like behind the scenes, are very, very amusing. <laughs> That's why a lot of them, like, take your cell phones, because they don't want you to catch it, catch all the action. Oh, does that yeah. happen?
0: I, no one asked me to be in a video yet, <laughs> so I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> yes, there are a lot of very interesting things that go on behind the scenes, if only I could tell you. Yeah, but
0: <laughs> that was
1: fun. And then, like, a couple of weeks ago, I just um did a video with Snoop Dogg and Jeremiah. Ooh. So at, we were at the dog pound, and that was really interesting like you know how what's like, the dog
0: okay where, where's the
1: dog pound that's an actual place yes <laughs> like you know I, I've heard him talk about it like in his songs and everything yeah. but I, I didn't really think he had a dog pound exactly. he, he really does oh. and it's like this huge complex where you know um, it's just it's a fun place it's a fun place to go like you know of course he has his dogs in the back but like you have um like a, a huge basketball court you have a game room. Um, it, it was just so many things for us to play with and do while we were there. Because normally, you know, you're on set and you're just sitting around waiting. But, you know, it, we, we were just having such a good time, like, playing with all the different things. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah.
0: It's like toys <laughs> so it for really cool. adults type of thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like I was
1: at um, Dave and Buster's. Like, it was just arcade games, like, basketball games. Then we had a basketball court on top of that. Like, yeah, it was it was fun. Good times.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You also have, you have, like, a reel of videos you've been in. So I will also put that in the oh, show I notes. I, you I forgot about that. Yeah. No. I, I, I got you, girl. I'm going I'm to put that up so people can see. But, I mean, the videos, it looks like you're having fun. So I'm assuming that they have to create that environment so people don't have to act so hard. And so, you know. There's no. bars in the video, I'm assuming. Maybe there's some bars, while, you know, that helps <laughs> you while you're performing. <laughs>
1: yeah, I wish. Most of the video sets, they're not as fun as they sound. Like, you're normally just sitting around waiting to be called, and that's ah. it. Um, One of the videos I did um, was, was, was... Actually, I've done a few videos that were kind of fun. Yeah. You know, I mean... Technically, you're not supposed to drink on yeah. set, but whenever drinks are involved, I always have a good time I mean, <laughs> I think have. but you know like some of yeah. some of the sets were like really unconventional uh-huh. um so you know,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm I'm thinking of the (laughs) I'm thinking the videos that are like party scenes you know which I know you've done a bunch of those so that's what I'm speaking to but then there's some of the videos where I'm like that girl better not be drinking of course because she'd fall on her head because she's doing some crazy (laughs) shit so (laughs) no most of the times when it's party scenes it's actually very structured
1: and like even though a lot of people may look like they're smoking or drinking there's actually nothing in the cup or it's like water or something like that it's really not as fun it looks. That's the whole uh, Hollywood magic. <laughs> you right. think you're getting something, but it, it, I mean, we're cr- we're truly you're creating actors. an illusion. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it looks fun to watch It's so or it is fun to watch, and it looks fun. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we did our job as actors.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And so that came from just your connection to people through Pole Dance Nation. That's how you were able yeah. to get cast for those. Okay. Definitely. Um, there have been a few TV shows that approached me.
1: Um, and some of them, I actually advertise the opportunity to, you know, the whole pole dance community, Just open it up to everybody. Mm-hmm. I've also had some like clothing companies contact me, uh, movement based clothing companies that were looking for pole dancers and I posted those mm-hmm. as well, but you know, anything, like I try to open it up to the community. Like I know I went on one audition and, um, it was for a pole dancer for a rock band and I'm like, okay. I don't necessarily think that I'm that type that they're looking for. But I was like, you know what? I do have a pole dance community, and I'll post it for you. Yeah. And uh, I think Adrian Lauren ended up booking the part.
0: Oh, awesome. So,
1: that was pretty cool yeah. to be able to you know help other people get something. I mean, because I knew I wasn't right for the role, but, you know, mm-hmm. at least I could help somebody else in the community get it. So.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so great because it's kind of like we're all here to help each other. And I know there are agents that do that, and that's their job. But you know, in some cases, um, some of these causes don't even know of the agents to reach out to. So that's good that you're kind of like so on their radar that they reach out to you instead. Yeah, I, I thought
1: that was pretty cool. The first time a TV show like contacted me, I was like, really. <laughs> You know, that's interesting. And especially because I think with a lot of the agencies they have out here in LA, like, they, some of them, like, want a really intense pole dancer. And you're not necessarily going to get that if you go to an agency. Uh, You're going to have to contact the pole studio or contact someone like me. Like, you know, Nicole, I think she gets submissions all the, or she gets um, people who contact her all the time because they know that she has a pole studio and that she has access to all these amazing people. And, You know, I I think it's pretty cool to see pole dance um, continue to be involved in, like, mainstream projects and not just, like, stepchild is pushed off to the side, you know?
0: I know. More and more, I try to post it myself when I see pole dancers in music videos or in movies just to try to, like, capture those clips because, you know, as we spoke to before, the more pervasive it is, the more people are used to it, the more people can accept it and it's not so you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's not so something that people feel like that they have to hide or it's like this negative thing. It's a, it's a part, it's becoming more pervasive, um, in culture. And so I'm don't know why I can't think of that word, but anyway, we'll continue on. (laughs) Um, so, um, you, what are the challenges of growing pole dance nation and aerial nation? Like when did you even start aerial nation?
1: I started Aerial Nation um, about a year and six months ago. Okay. And it was because, like, I have, like, a whole vision of what I want to do and as far as my book series goes. So I just pretty much, I think I kind of jumped the gun on Aerial Nation a little bit because I felt like, excuse me, I I haven't given it as much attention as I would like to. And um, that's why I need some people to help me. Miles. Uh, So that's the challenge.
0: (laughs) I feel like your challenge is just like keeping up with your growth, really.
1: Thank you. That's exactly what it is. And I couldn't even put it into words, but that's exactly what it is. Keeping up with my growth. That is my challenge.
0: Because so many, it's a crossover. You know, people who (laughs) pole dance then all of a sudden want to do Lyra and they want to do tissue. And so it's a natural progression, I think. But um, it's, again, you're taking on like a whole other brand almost. Yeah,
1: it's like a whole new beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, So um, definitely keeping up with my growth has been a challenge. And then really um, finding creative ways to fund what it is that I want to do. Like I know, um, for instance, uh, pole dance films. They were doing like a, a pole dance documentary. And yes. then, you know, I had posted something, you know, to support them so that they could get their funding because I know how tough that is. Like I, you know, initially had wanted to shoot a... Um, what it was called like a sizzle reel or like a pilot to pitch to a network to turn, you know, pole dance nation into a TV show. And, um, it wasn't successfully funded and it was just kind of like crushing to me at the time because I was like, I put so much effort and energy into this. And I'm like, Mm. do people not see what I see? Do they like, you know, or maybe I just have a bad idea. Like I didn't really know what it was. And, um, I think with th- that's one of the things that seems like a lot of the people in the pole community struggle with because we haven't yet reached the point where it's like, okay, like a football or a baseball where, you know, you can really support yourself um, off of pole dance. Like there are a few people that are able to do it, but most people also have something else that they do besides pole dance. And, you know, in talking with studio owners, you know, I'm finding the same thing. Like most of the studio owners also have another job in addition to being a studio owner. That's true. So, like, one of the things I was really hoping to do with the book and then, you know, making the TV show is to kind of create other outlets and, you know, create opportunities for pole dancers. And then not only that, but, like, if something is accepted on that level where it's on TV, on a mainstream, you know, television channel, that gives us opportunities to perform where, you know, like, for instance, if you go to a birthday party or something, especially in L.A., you know, because they're always over the top. You know, you might see an aerialist performing or even at like a a business retreat or like a, you know, a business um, party. Mm-hmm. You, you you see stuff like that all the time. If you, if you go to the regular club, you see aerialists like, you know, at least in Hollywood anyway, like dropping from the sky, performing on silks and there and whatnot. But for whatever reason, it's still, like, poll, Everybody feels like it has to be in a club. So one of the things was, like, I really wanted to open up more doors for us. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it's just – it's a process. It's, it's a process.
0: <laughs> yeah, because we talked with Anne-Marie Davies about this, who is uh, working on the pole dancer film and about the whole funding thing and how, in general – there isn't money in pool dance yet because it's so young and it's kind of, and Rosmaze also was saying how like, we're all just passing around the same $20 bill. Like (laughs) we're just supporting each other as opposed to like, "Yeah." yeah. So getting our business minds all united to create something, you know, larger for the community and to enable people to like create these productions and to get paid for performing and things like that. It's, 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 it's hard, but it seems like you're like a key component to it. And you're working really hard to, to have that happen.
1: Yeah. I still like right now, I've just been coming up with some other options of how to like fund the projects that we want to do, because, you know, I understand, especially in the community that like when you're paying two, $300 a month for class, and then, you know, you have to get outfits to dance in, and then you want to submit to um, this competition and you have to, travel to get there and you know what I mean it's it's just a lot of money that's coming from the pole dancers themselves so I'm just trying to figure out like other creative branding solutions that you know we can use to just move forward
0: yeah very uh, that's it's good it it takes a lot of creativity it takes a lot of hard work but I'm so interested to see what you come up with and we're all definitely here to support you so thank you (laughs) yeah and so So you see Pole Dance Nation, Pole Dance, as kind of your trajectory. Because I was going to ask what your trajectory was. Moving forward, you already kind of gave us a little peek at it. But you said you didn't want to say more. But we know that it's more original branded content. But this is really where your heart and soul is right now?
1: Well, my heart and soul has always been into, like, acting and writing. And, um, pole dance was always something that was fun for me, you know, it was just like something that I was intrigued by, but it wasn't necessarily something that I wanted to do like full time. Like, you know, some people are like, I want to train and I want to be a pole dancer and I want to travel and compete. That wasn't really my thing. Like, you know, I just, I like to do it for myself to kind of like challenge myself. I'm not really into that whole aspect of it, Mm -hmm. but, um, when I wrote the book, I thought it would be a great story because I was into the story aspect of it. I feel like I like to tell stories that haven't necessarily been told. And I feel like there's still elements that any person can relate to in our story, in my story, in the story of a pole dancer, you know, um, self-love body acceptance you know overcoming your odds whether it's obstacles that you have created yourself whether it's physically in your mind like there's so many different things that people can relate to and um that's that's pretty much was was my focus or my thought process in creating it and um it kind of frustrates me when I talk to people and they're like, oh, you know, you just have to just promote to pole dancers because pole dancers are the only ones who are going to be interested in this. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just it's not true. Like, I have no problem promoting to the pole dance community, but I feel like our story as a whole is bigger than just the pole dance community. That's like saying, OK, nobody's going to watch Pitch Perfect because we're not competitive singers, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, how many people watch Pitch Perfect? I mean, they made a Pitch Perfect, too. And you know, I I just feel like it's really relatable to everybody. So I'm also doing a lot of other projects this year that do not involve full dance. Um, I have a web series that's coming out. It doesn't involve dance. (laughs) There's there's something about me and dance. Like I've never, I'm not like a trained dancer at all, but I've always just like, like love dance movies and, or like movies with dancing and singing like musicals. But, um, in in. After everything that I've done with Pole Dance Nation and Aerial Nation, um, I've learned a lot along the way. Yes. So I've lo- also learned that like, if I want to continue to create and get out these stories, um, you have to have a means of financial support, which is what TV is based on. You know, we all hate commercials, but we wouldn't be able to watch the TV for free yes. if they didn't have the commercials to pay for the production so um basically what i i have come up with is a, a twerk series um where each episode we're going to have like a dance sequence in it and you'll be able to like the audience can go online and take a live a class with the cast so they can learn the actual dance that we just taught and then also what we're doing is like you know to have um a bunch of dances you could say say you you're you could sign up for like a monthly membership and just access everything and we're just gonna keep dumping content on that that way we could still you know afford to create so it's just like um it's called showbiz for a reason there has to be a show which is the creative part and the business behind it so i think like if i wasn't in that entertainment industry i wouldn't necessarily understand that but like the more and more that you know i've been doing this it's just it's it's all starting to make sense to me now. So it's like, okay, well, if I want to do um, A, B, and C, you know, I have to do all the steps leading up to it. So.
0: Yeah. And I feel like through pole dance, you have been able to then pursue your passions, even if, like you said before, and I definitely wasn't suggesting this, that you are like a full time pole dancer. In, in that sense, but more in the sense that, like, you're pursuing pole dance in a way that you can act, that you can perform, that yeah. you can dance, that you can um, do shows, produce shows, like, in in that way, exactly. as opposed to cr- becoming, like, a competitive athlete. So, yeah, yeah so that's really cool that you kind of, like, created your own path, and I love having people on, like, talking with people on this show that have kind of created their own career through pole dance that isn't like a traditional traditional path like uh like an athlete or a competitor or something like that
1: yes yes
0: yes you have ways to you have places to act you have places to dance you have places to perform because you're creating them
1: yeah i mean when i went to school um my professors always told me that sometimes there may not be a role for you so if this is what you really want you have to find a way to create it for yourself And, you know, ever since I was like a little kid, I think I've just never really understood the meaning of the word no, if it's something (laughs) I really want. So that's been both a blessing and a curse. But I've just always just that's just always been me. Like if I want something, I find a way to get it. Or, you know, I know that sometimes you have to, you know, really create your own lane because you just if you just sit here and wait for somebody to give you validation or to, you know, really put you in a position of where you want to be, it may never happen. You may be waiting (laughs) you know your whole life long and it may never happen so yeah i encourage everybody out there who is watching this and who you know feels it's something that they want to do uh just do it you know you can't sit around you can't wait on you know whoever didn't pick you (laughs) you know you have to find a way to just get out there and do what it is you really want to do
0: yes and if it's in pull it's these it's that mindset they're creating all these really creative outlets and all of these like new um businesses and showcases and things like that that is you know in turn helping the overall pole community by giving people more places to perform uh, yes. you know giving us a, a bigger name and so good for you and that's a, that's you. a great message and so if people want to get um featured on pole dance nation how do they do that they just hashtag you
1: yeah I just hashtag pole dance it's nation easy. Yeah, I put that, like, at the top of my profile. I put it in, like, every third post. But, you know, I still get people who ask me the question. But, yeah, it's just hashtag pole dance nation. The only thing is with, like, um, private profiles, I can't see it when you hashtag. So you can actually tag me in the photo, um, the physical photo itself or the video, and then I'll be able to see it. But, yeah, it's just just about a tag. And then, you know, I scroll through every day and I look and I, I just, you know, see what catches my eye and then I post that. And that's pretty much how how it works. Yeah. So it's like I'm an equal opportunity poster. You know, you don't have to have like fifty thousand followers. You could have fifty. You know, and your video or your photo could still get posted on Full Dance Nation.
0: Yeah, and it's a great (laughs) way for people who are looking to get to connect with more people on social media to do so. You actually, maybe like a year and a half ago, reposted a couple things of mine. Like I created like these comic meme things then you yes. posted them and that's and then all of a sudden like i connected with all these other people that would have never heard of me and then i've also just through sp- being watching pole nation have discovered all of these dancers that i would have never known so it really is i mean social media is pretty cool but your platform it really, really has allowed so many people to connect and learn about each other Thanks.
1: And I loved your memes.
0: Those were oh, so funny. Oh, thank you. Yeah. For those who have no idea what I'm talking about, um, I get bored and I create like these comic memes of people saying like silly pole dance things <laughs> about like twerking in yoga class and how inappropriate we are in life, like forgetting to wear pants and things. So <laughs> can, I, loved
1: it. I things, loved it.
0: Yeah, you can go on um, and how like we cry when we, when we can't pull dance out over boys things like that so you can just scroll through my instagram <laughs> but thank yeah. you for reposting those it really helped me connect with a lot of new people <laughs> yeah
1: that's one thing that i was just really surprised about like i've had people um email me and tell me like how me reposting their picture or video has helped them get new followers or like book classes or be able to teach pole dance or like travel or people see that their video. And they're like, Oh, you know, do you travel? And you know, it's just crazy. I was like, really? Like, I mean, I'm happy about it, but it was just so unexpected. Like I just didn't think that I, that it would really affect people like that because it started out just really doing something for myself to see that, you know, it grew from something beyond that to really help other people. It's pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and to just like as a as an amateur everyday polar to just be featured on Pool Dance Nation, that's like a good ego boost too, to just say, Oh my gosh, like I was featured on this and I got all these likes, that's so rad. So, you know, you're doing larger things and some of those things aren't necessarily, you know, supporting the business financially but you know it all it all snowballs and it all yeah you know that gets you the more followers that will get you that television show yeah
1: i believe i believe it's gonna work out
0: definitely i do too
1: we're getting closer and closer every day
0: (laughs) yes and and because of your hard work so get it girl (laughs) and so let's um transition into the final questions that i ask everyone And so since you seem to know everyone, I'm curious, who is your pole crush? My pole crush is Isis Diamond. Right. I don't know (laughs)
1: if I will ever be Diamond strong. (laughs) However, we can still try.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's a pole dancer out of Florida, right? Is she in Florida? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And her videos are just, like, so amazing. And I'm just like, how does she do this? And not only that, but then when I see her doing, like, acro and contortion, I'm like, is there anything that she
0: cannot do? (laughs) She's so fun to watch. (laughs) She's incredible.
1: Yeah, I love it. And then, like, lately she's been incorporating um, different random items into her videos. Like, maybe, like, um, I don't know what they're called. But, like, one of those benches that you see in the gym, like, you do your, you know, your... Bench press is
0: on. We'll call it a bench press bench.
1: Thank you. Bench press bench. There we go. Yeah. Like she'll start on that and like halfway on the bench and halfway on the pole and then go from the bench to the pole. And I'm just like, this is just insane. She's like,
0: (laughs) she's a true athlete for sure. Like that woman trains and is so powerful. It's yes. It's incredible. She is so
1: strong.
0: (laughs) That's true. That's a good pole crush to have. <laughs> and so next, how would you like to see the pole community evolve over the next five years?
1: Well, I would definitely like to have pole dancer turn into a TV show. And I want it to be, like, more just mainstream, not like, okay, we have to hide what we do or, you know, we can't um, perform at an event like anybody else. Like, I just really want it to be recognized as... I don't want to say a sport because then it takes away the sexy side of things, but I just want people to be more open-minded to it because Reactive. it, right? Because it can be whatever you want it to be. Um, I would like to see you know more pole studios opened up, more opportunities for pole dancers to make a living doing something that they've really liked to do. Um, I'd like to see more competitions, just more outlets for performance and for you know the community in general.
0: Yeah, I agree with that yeah sometimes i when people ask me to explain pole dancing to them for some reason i don't know where i pulled this from but i say it's like you know think belly dancing because for some reason belly dancing it's like super sexy and it's dance and it's you know has a lot of um strength involved and things like that but it doesn't have that stigma of like being like oh that's that's, you know, that's reserved for, like, strippers or that's shameful or anything like that. So, I'm like, I mean, if you don't think belly dancing is 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 shameful, or, why would you think that? that right? I try to, like, equate pole to that. So, I don't know. That's <laughs> And have you ever
1: seen those memes where it's, like, you know, you have a girl in a swimsuit diving for a volleyball, or then you have, like, the gymnast with her leg up in the air, or, like, you know, all these other sports where women wear what we wear but yes. because it's on a pole all of a sudden it's bad like we're doing the same type of strength moves and you have to train just as hard as any other athlete but because it's on a pole all of a sudden you, you know it's, it's just a terrible thing and yeah. you know what speaking of stigma it is so funny because okay my my father is very very liberal right my mother and my stepfather they're like born again Christians they're very very conservative mm-hmm. My father, who's a liberal, will not watch a poll video. He doesn't want to see anything about it. Like, he's just like, I can't, I can't, I can't see it. Like, you know, this is terrible. Like, you're doing something that's so wrong. And then my parents, who are the Christians and the conservatives, are like, oh, my gosh, it's just like gymnastics. And they'll be sitting here liking my picture. (laughs) And I just thought that that was crazy because it was like, it just
0: completely switched
1: roles on me. (laughs) You
0: just never know who's going to connect with it and who's not
1: right that's true
0: yeah someone I saw on my feed they posted a video of someone in a ballerina costume with like the bun and the tutu and all of that pole dancing and that was like that's kind of another way of putting it like oh it's okay if she comes from this classical background something that's already been accepted that um, that's okay if she dances on a pole though because that's tasteful like get out of here (laughs) exactly yeah, well, us talking about it is a small step towards changing it. So, That's true. Um, and so we talked about what you have coming up, your social media, all of that. So you have a website, dot I do,
1: I do. And there's so many things I want to do with this website.
0: That's- I feel like <laughs> it's just not enough.
1: But we're working on that one step at a time. Um, I do have the twerk series coming out, so you can follow Twerkworks LA twerkworks on Instagram. LA. Okay. Yeah. And uh just just follow that page for right now, then all the, the other information will be coming as far as the Facebook and the um the YouTube and all that. But it's twerkworks, so it's T W E R K W E R K S L A. Uh, works yeah. like
0: work. Yes, like work it. Work, 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 work. (laughs) Got it. Uh, Don't spell it like a square, guys. You know, be cool. Not how to spell work. Um, And then follow Pole Dance Nation on YouTube because there's major stuff happening there. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm just going to prematurely say, watch out for the TV series coming out soon. Yes, we're going to claim that one.
1: Yes. Because I, I've already have it in my mind like which pole dancers I want to cast who's play <laughs> like, this role who's play like, that role and you better be ready when I come for you guys. that is better say yes to me. No, I'm just kidding. But like, I, I do really have it um, mapped out in my mind and I just thought that, that would be so cool because we could have like a lot of pole dancers employed and that will open up other opportunities once they see us on the big screen and it's like okay, well, we want pole dancers for this event and we want pole dancers for that TV show and you know, it's just just opening doors. <laughs>
0: Agree. And so what can you leave us with like an empowering message or quote or anecdote or anything just to sign off?
1: Well, one of my favorite quotes as far as pole dance goes is that pole is for everybody. Meaning every, whether every sex, every race, every nationality, every size, it's just for everybody who has a body. <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. and access to a poll yes
1: and access to a (laughs) poll
0: that's great I love your attitude I love your view of inclusivity Um, I love your drive I love your ambition it's been such a pleasure talking with you today thank you so much for having me and
1: um, yeah we have a lot of big things coming up and I just appreciate everybody's support Thank you,
0: guys. Of course. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Pole Parlor podcast. Want more? Visit poleparlor.com for show notes and to link to the Facebook group where you can connect with other pole and continue the conversation. Listen to past episodes and subscribe to new episodes on the website, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Lots of love, babes. Thanks for listening.